Happy holidays, everyone. Welcome into another episode of the Final Score Podcast. Uh, Greg Swatek of the Frederick News Post Sports Department here with you. And as we close in on the Christmas holiday, uh, we'll welcome on uh, Carson Smith, uh, Middletown star running back. Uh, big week for Mr. Smith because uh, he just signed his national letter of intent to play football at West Point uh, for Army. Uh, so uh, a big momentous week uh, for Carson, and uh, we'll ask him all about that. And just this past season at Middletown, which was a great season, advanced all the way to the state uh, semifinals in Class 2A. And then we'll just ask him about the season and, and, and what's, what's ahead, well, why, why he chose West Point and what he's looking forward to the most about playing football in college. Uh, but before we do that, uh, let's welcome in my colleague here at the Frederick News Post, Alexander Dacey, to take a swing around the winter sports landscape here in Frederick County. Mr. Dacey, how are you, sir? Happy um, holidays. Thank you. I'm doing well. Happy holidays to you. I mean, you may have seen the boys' basketball game of the year so far in Frederick County. Uh, little did we know uh, when they opened the season playing against each other that Walkersville and Frederick might be our two best basketball teams. But that that that, that was a six-point game at the time, and in hindsight, that, that, that's a pretty good result for Walkersville because <laughs> Frederick is uh, – rolled really through its first seven games without much of a problem right and I mean that was a it was back and forth Frederick was up Frederick was up for most of it but then Walkersville made a huge charge late and actually took the lead early in the fourth quarter and and eventually you know Frederick did claw back and get the win but yeah I mean Frederick is just just running over basically everybody they're playing these like 20 30 plus point margins I mean you you saw them play Linganore who came in four and one and just knocked you know went on the road knocked off an unbeaten TJ team, which that was a game I saw. They knocked off Oakdale, who's you know still kind of finding their legs a little bit. Yeah, but, three, three A state champs from but, last year. But you know state champs from last year, and they're they're coming in hot. And Frederick beats them by thirty one. Like you know, or th- it, thirty five actually. It was seventy six. Thirty five. Sorry, yeah, that right. was the the girls game was thirty one, but right. um, uh, thirty one in the other direction for Linganore, but thirty yeah, thirty five for them. It's and it's like. You know, it just seems like nobody. Again, you know, we'll have to see when they when they play their tournaments and stuff. You know, in the upcoming the upcoming holiday week. But I don't know if there's a Frederick County team that that could that could match them. I mean, they're not going to play Walkersville again unless they get to the the CMC championship game. I, I, and, I think that's very possible. Um, which 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 just seem which seems possible. But like you know, maybe maybe Linganore when they get the, when when they get Linganore for a second time. Maybe Linganore can do something. Maybe Oakdale, once they've kind of got all their guys back together um, and kind of find themselves, maybe they can do something. TJ, the two city games, maybe they can pick off one of those. But, I mean, as of right now, it seems like it's all Frederick on the boys' side. Well, they're just so balanced. I mean, right. on, on both ends of the court. They, they, they can score. Uh, a number of different players can score. 11 different players scored against Ligonor. Now, part of that was they cleaned off the bench uh, in the fourth quarter and everyone got in the game and they had basically eight minutes to, to, to do something. Um, but but still, 11 players found their way into the scoring column against Ligonor and um, they, they play unselfish ball. They, they, they preach, we want great shots, not good shots, which often involves making an extra pass. Uh, they played all summer together, AAU ball and in a fall league down in Howard County. So... Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's it's a team that was uh, really stung by by losing to Thomas Johnson, uh, their arch rival, three times last year, and they said, "How do we get better and not make this or not let this happen again?" Um, so it, it's a committed group. They have a great coaching staff led by Imani Hill, and yeah, they're 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 going to be tough. Uh, Walkersville gave them problems because Walkersville will give a lot of teams problems with their two big guys. Uh, a six-four forward, uh, Kenyon Johnson, and a six-six forward, uh, Shay Awawole. Uh, I'm probably mispronouncing that. Uh, my apologies, Shay. But um, well, the two big guys for Walkers will, will will be a handful for everyone. And and I guess Frederick um, had their hands full in that first game, but but they still got through it. So that that, that that's the point. That they're 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 finding ways uh, to win to win these games. I'd like to see Oakdale once they get up to full speed with their football guys and, and, and having that championship medal uh, from last season. I'd like to see Oakdale uh, possibly give them a run here uh, at, at full tilt. Um, I, I think that'll be a good game. And, and yeah, I mean, it, it's a long season. Uh, they, have, they have a couple of tournaments coming up 
uh, over this next week in the holidays. And they're, they're probably going to drop a game or two, right. but, but, but that could be good for them too be, because um, you, you often learn stuff from losses. So now the Frederick girls are typically one of our best teams. Uh, they, they, they've been a, a, a dynasty almost uh, recently winning uh, the, the three consecutive uh, state championships, uh, they almost won four until the pandemic interrupted things and ended their season in the state semifinals. Uh, but but it seems to be an off year for, for the mm-hmm. Frederick girls. Uh, the Ligonor-Frederick game was basically the virtual opposite of the boys' game. Uh, Ligonor won by uh, by 31, um, and the, the scores were very similar. That was 77-46, to 46, and... Frederick, uh, they have a new coach this year, and they do have a great player in Sydney Husky, uh, who's who's been close to thirty points in a couple games this week. But uh, it doesn't seem like they they have a uh, an established team around Sydney. That, that that seems to be their issue. Yeah, and you know, it, it, she she continues to just just you know rack rack up the accolades. I mean, we, we every time we get the, we get these box scores, it's the numbers are eye popping. But yeah, I mean, they lost to they got upset the other day by South Hagerstown, and that was sort of a red flag. You know, I mean, we we kind of saw some of their early results were like this could be a bit of a down year, but then that loss to South Hagerstown was kind of like all right, that's you know that that's a team they really should be beating. So. Yeah, it might be a down year for them, but again, on the flip side, you got Linganore, who, you know, I know is typically typically decent, but they seem to be hitting hitting a whole new whole new level. And you know, I know I know John's seen John's seen them, I think once or twice, and you know knows a little bit knows a little bit more about them because I I just haven't I haven't seen Linganore yet, but they yeah. just seem again really well rounded, well coached, and just kind of just, just kind of ready to just. Just kind of pile it on and go, you know, go for go for gold. I mean, you know, Urban is going to be their main competition on that side on on the girls' side, and they'll play twice. Start, I think the first first of those I think is like the week after the week after the New Year. So it, you know, it'll, that's coming up pretty soon. But and they've they've got they've obviously got you know they've got, I think they're going to go out to that the big tournament out in Salisbury where like there's like you know 50, 60 plus teams out there. Um, so they'll, they'll get a couple decent games in there, but. Yeah, Lingenor and Urbana, you know, Lingenor in particular seems to be really impressive so far. Yeah, I mean, Meg Hummel had 19 yeah. points for the Lancers against Frederick. Uh, uh, Tristan Colburn added 15. Trinity Limblade 11. Julia Mitchell 10. So they had four scores and double figures in, in, in a pretty big game for them against Frederick High. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree. Lingenor seems to be uh, the team that's a step or two ahead of, of the rest of the Frederick County pack for girls basketball. But the other unbeaten team is Catoctin, uh, the, the, the 1A uh, runner-up uh, last year. And they lost uh, uh, two of their great seniors in, uh, in Emily Williams and Emma Weibel uh, uh, last year. But, but, but Taylor Smith has is, is really stepped in and, and really taken over a leadership role for them. And, and, and they're unbeaten as well. And, and they, could, they could make some noise uh, 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 throughout the season, including in the playoffs. Do they have another run at States in them? So... Ligonor Catoctin girls or Urbana's right there too, and and uh, and then of course you have teams like Middletown and uh, and uh, Oakdale that, that that are capable of, of of beating anyone on a given night. So, um, what 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 else we got going on in winter sports wrestling? Uh, Ligonor had a big win over Oakdale this week. Didn't didn't wrestle great, but um, uh, but it was good enough to beat a undermanned Oakdale team who was missing a couple of key guys. Uh, Middletown again is probably the cream of the crop. Uh, wrestling, uh, I think they had a match moved against Smithsburg uh, uh, this week due to the schedule. But um, but Ligonor, Middletown, Urbana, uh, th- those three. Oak- Oakdale's got a good team. They, they they have good kids. They just didn't have enough firepower for Ligonor. Um, so I, I think those three in Brunswick, uh, they, they uh, are. Um, uh, putting together some wins, they beat uh, TJ and Walkersville uh, th- this week. So we have a handful of uh, wrestling teams to watch as well. So, uh, what are you doing for Christmas, sir? You have some family trip planned, or yeah? So I'm um, like like usual, go back home, hang with the hang with the family, um, get together with get together with family, and just just do the stand, uh, just sort of you know same old same old. Um, we do have some. Trip planned. Apparently, it's a it it's is a mystery a, trip. It's a mystery trip. Not apparently. It is, I the only thing I've been told destination is, unknown is that it is 
It is going to be next Tuesday, Wednesday. We're coming back Thursday, and it's drivable. Now, I don't know if drivable means an hour away or, like, Yeah, does that mean, like, drive seven. to Miami, or does that mean, like, drive Right, to, um, but considering it's only going to be a couple days, um, you know, we'll see. But, um, yeah, so we're doing that. My mom's birthday is also the day after Christmas, so we always kind of, you know, lump that into – you know, make it like an extended celebration. Um, okay. okay, so you're not leaving so, North America. No, uh, we're not. We're not going quite that far. But so, um, uh, unless, uh, uh, unless, uh, unless, unless I have, unless, unless I, uh, unless we're making like the longest drive of all, the longest, fastest well, drive you, of you all hit, time. You would, you, would, you would hit the ocean at some point, right? right? It, it would seem so. Somewhere in North America, yes, <laughs> um, it's drivable. Uh, and again, that, that's a pretty vague uh, term, drivable. Yeah. So, well, apparently, it, it's a couple day trip, so you're probably not going too far, cause right? Because you, you, if it's drivable, you don't want to spend the whole trip driving, yeah, and then driving back, I, so. I, I'm guessing it is in a surrounding state, or unless we found some place in like backwoods Maryland, which is possible. Are you but thinking like Virginia, somewhere in Virginia? I'm thinking maybe somewhere Virginia, West Virginia, somewhere around there. But I don't know. Apparently, I was not supposed to know about this, but no, because it's gonna of, be a surprise. But because of my work schedule, um, you know, having to like figure out off days and stuff, my mom was like, "All right, so I'm not going to tell you where we're going, but we are doing." A trip, and and the, typically like you know you know pre pandemic and stuff, our thing was always, you know the week that we, like winter break week we'd always go on, um, usually some little trip to some new place. Like we one year I went to New Orleans, one year I went to Nashville, um, one year one year like when we were way younger we'd go to like we went to Philly because I I never you know like for how close it is we never really been to you know I actually done like a proper trip to Philly so you know just to. You know, we go to New York. We have cousins. Have cousins is it, in New is York. This, so. this is an overnight trip, you would imagine. Or, um... Yes, yes. This is an. This will be an overnight, or at least a two night trip. So, I, I, I'm guessing it's some. It, it's somewhere like. I'm guessing it's somewhere in the mountains. That's my best guess. I don't know. I've I've been trying to like prod my like. Do you, mom do, and do dad. you have like an outdoorsy family that does like mountains? <sighs> my my dad. I mean, my dad. My dad will basically, you know. He's kind of down for whatever usually, so like you know. But he he's a fan of uh, of hiking, cycle biking. He's a big uh, cycle cycling guy, okay. um, you know. So he'll go out and do that stuff. My sister, you know, loves hiking, so she'll do that. My mom and I are more like beach people. We're more like go to the beach and like and, and hang out. But it, it, you know, in the winter, you know, you can't unless you're going to like Florida or. You know, like San Diego or something. That's not really a viable option, and we're and, not and, we're not doing that. So, and, and everyone's COVID free as opposed to your previous oh, God. Uh, uh, family vacation. Yeah, that uh, I I don't think I ever mentioned that. But when I went on my summer vacation, <laughs> you never mentioned this. I don't think I ever mentioned this on the podcast. No, but when I went on my summer vacation right after uh, spring season ended, I we went to the Outer Banks like we usually do, and I came down with COVID while I was at the Outer Banks, but no one else in my family did, but I did, so, and that right. was unfortunate, but hopefully that won't well, happen again. Well, all of this is one heck of a tease for next week, because you're, <laughs> you're going to have to come back, and we're, we're going to have to learn where Alexander spent uh, his <laughs> part of his uh, post-Christmas uh, uh, vacation week, so... Um, Merry Christmas, sir. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. You too. And when we come back, uh, we'll talk to uh, Carson Smith, uh, one of the newest recruits at West Point uh, for Army to play football. Uh, Stay with us here on The Final Score. Well, it's been a big day for my guest this week as uh, Carson Smith, uh, Middletown star running back, uh, officially committed uh, to play football at uh, the U.S. Army or for the U.S. Army. And Carson joins me in studio now. Happy holidays, sir. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Yeah, uh, glad to be here. Uh, happy holidays to you as well. What, what, what was it like putting pen to paper today uh, at, at the signing ceremony? It was, uh, I mean, you know, feel all emotions, you know, uh, you know, stress, excitement, all that stuff, you know, practicing the signature, especially, you know, throughout the day, I had to make sure that looked good. Yeah, um, yeah you couldn't have a bad looking signature, right? Exactly. I'm going to have that document on like my wall for the rest of my life. I had to make sure it, uh, it looked good. So I, I was told it looked pretty good. So that, that was, uh, that was nice. But, um, no, I mean, it was, it was 
being in a room with the coaches, your parents, your friends, um, you know, teammates and all that, it, it really makes you look back at, you know, I've played football for 13 years and with a lot of these guys. And, you know, looking back at my dad, who used to coach me and, you know, always drove me from practice, same, same with my mom. And, you know, the coaches who really gave me a chance to, you know, start and play for Middletown football um, and just everything, the teammates who have pushed me to be, you know, better and have always surrounded me with support. Um, it, it just all came together today, and I'm just so blessed and thankful for everything about it. Who, who was at the ceremony? How many people showed up? Uh, probably like 25. Uh, it wasn't anything major. I think the, the bigger ceremony is sometime in the spring with all the athletes who commit. But we wanted uh, – it was like early signing day. They wanted uh, Army wanted me to sign, and uh, my parents wanted to just do a little ceremony thing with just like closer people, and I was cool with that. Um, so I just had, you know, family, some family friends, coaches, and then just some uh, other friends and, you know, students there. And it, it was it was nice. It was just, you know, going to be with them, taking pictures, just kind of talking about everything. And I uh, just really appreciate it. Is, it. is it sort of a sigh of relief to have all this recruiting stuff over with finally? Yeah, it definitely is. Now, I kind of got that sigh a lot earlier because I, I knew I wasn't going to decommit really. And I mean, unless the worst come to worst happened, I, w- I was going to st- stick with it. And I knew that. Um, but to just put a pen on paper and, you know, just have it be official, obviously put to, you know, uh, you know, a lot of stress off my back. You know, a lot of people are still all around me talking about colleges, applications, all that type of stuff. So to just know that you kind of, uh, have it all set and, you know, your future's set for you, it's nice, but it's also, I mean, stressful because you, you're the one who decided it, you know, you had your choice. And so when you look back at life, you know, you can look back at this moment for that's kind of what, you know, led you down the path that you're going on. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine being a, rec- a recruit these days. We had we had Trayvon Neal, uh, your, your, your buddy, who I believe yeah, you, you, right. you 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 train with, right? Uh, yeah, I've you... trained with him a, a few times over the last summer and off season. Their coaches wanted me to um, you know train with them and stuff. And uh, Frederick coaches and all that stuff was really cool. It was, it was cool to hang out with them. I, I keep uh, close to Trayvon. I see him every now and then. Uh, definitely uh, gonna try and work out with him and some other guys around Frederick County and surrounding areas in the offseason already have somewhat it's been uh it's just nice to you know work out with other guys around you to get to know get to know more people build connections kind of see what other programs are like it's 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 interesting and uh it's so I'm, ha- I'm happy for him uh great decision i would have liked for him to come to army at an offer um but you know he made his decision and I'm, uh, I'm happy and proud for him yeah and he committed to monmouth as you know but but like i was saying i i, I couldn't imagine being a recruit these days because the recruiting process even when you sign it, it, it never stops. I'm sure you're still getting emails and maybe even phone calls of saying, "Hey, Carson, are you are, are you sure about Army and stuff?" I mean, because the transfer portal is so prolific now. I mean, I just can't imagine what it's like to be in your shoes now, just because it's a nonstop process. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely with the transfer portal, I think everything's changed throughout the uh, the last couple of years because of it. The nice thing, really, that's nice about Army too, is that nobody can transfer in. So all those. Transfer. I mean, people can transfer out, obviously, which I mean, that would help me in the end. Uh, you know, help you know boost my spot. But you, you know, you're not going to get any curveballs thrown at you, really. Nobody's transferring in to try and take your spot. Who's from another school? And that that was kind of nice with that security. But yeah, definitely after I committed, I mean, so if schools talk to you. I remember like Stanford uh, hit me up like a month and a half after I committed, and, and other schools like that. Maryland was still talking and all that stuff. But um, um, for the most part, I think they kind of let them know where I stood and that type of stuff, and then it started to back off. I still have the occasional emails and stuff like that, and you know, uh, like texts and everything. But for the most part, it's it's settled down. So I've, most most schools now are kind of done with recruiting for the most part with twenty twenty three. This might be the last little like stretch of it. So, yeah. yeah. What was the recruiting process like for you? I mean, we were talking about it on the phone the other day, but but you were engaged in a lot more than just football during the recruiting process. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm. I ch- didn't just choose for football. I chose for the education and the life after, especially. And that's a big reason why I chose West Point. And, um, I mean, just going to co- uh, colleges, I didn't just, you know. I remember I always looked at, like, I, I watched podcasts, for example, and, you know, videos, kind of student athletes talking about how you don't, you know, you don't choose, always choose the school for, like, the coaches and stuff because coaches can always change. Choose for the school, the campus, the environment. What, like what you like about that university. And so that's, I kind of really built into that. So I, I, then just look at the facilities, and obviously all that plays into in the team, everything. But you know, the college itself. What do they offer? What what you know? What majors do they offer? What do they specialize in? What are they really good at? How do they rank academically? You know, all that type of stuff. How what you know? How do they provide tutoring? You know, the the little details. I think it's the minor stuff that really, you know, because very few go to the NFL. You know, and it's 
it's hard to, especially if you're not a four or five star, or even a three star. Like I'm only, you know, a two. So it, it it's hard, and you know, chances are slim. But you know, if chances happen, chances happen. But you know, my plan A is going to be to you know ride on a good education and get a good job after college. And so that was huge into it. So I just and just looking back at the recruiting processes, each each school, each person, each coach has their own recruiting style, and, and to each player. And it was just cool to look at, and it, it was it was fascinating in my sense. It was it was. Really cool, just get a, like a hang of it and all that type of stuff. Yeah, and, and you told me the other day on the phone, like you even noticed the architecture of of the buildings uh, on, on these campuses. Like you were looking for like every small yeah, detail. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Yeah. I, I'm 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 a very observant guy. I just like I love like taking like photographs and stuff like that stuff. So, you know, architecture and you know just like the environment around you is pretty, and you know it's cool to it's cool to be around that. West Point's really pretty, and, and the campus and everything. And like I said the architecture, the buildings, they're so like old stone stone kind of buildings and stuff like that. It was it, it's it's really cool to look at. Just looking at that minor stuff, it's you know it's you know you can call it stupid and stuff, but it, it just it was it was cool to look at. And so you know just paid attention to those little things. Yeah, I mean you took the whole package uh, in, in, into account, obviously, and, and you weren't a military guy. Uh, going into this process, I mean, you, you weren't, you had never really thought a lot about going into a military type situation, right? Yeah, no, I never really, you know, never really thought about going to the military before even getting recruited for football. And then I remember as I was getting recruited, you know, people were telling me, like, you know, the academies could be a good place for you. You know, you're a big running back. You know, I know most schools were recruiting me for linebacker, but they're like, you know, and some were recruiting me for running back. But they're like, you know, the academies love their fullbacks. And, you know, you'd be really good there. And so, like, you know, I, it was always in the back of my mind and stuff. And then once I re- they really got into contact me with me and it just kind of moved so fast, I remember – they got into contact with me in, I think it was early April, and then I got on a call about a day later, and then they were like, hey, we want you up this weekend. And I was like, cool. Up that weekend, I had a visit at, like, Lehigh or something the day before, and they are like, yo, you want to come up the day before? And I was like, yeah, sure. And um, so I came up just the day before, the, like, the unofficial visit with a bunch of other guys. And so they uh, they just put me in, like, the coach's office, had, like, a 30-minute talk, and then offered me. And at that time, that was my it was my first offer. And so it was um, – it was just, it was just, it came out of nowhere. It was so fast and just, I, I was just, you know, blown away by everything that it had offered. And, you know, talking with the parents that I have, you know, people who work in the government, you know, the state and having those connections, they really, you know, help open your mind up. And the people around you in your community. I, I mean, I remember I, I had a job at Brewer's Alley and I remember I was, I saw a guy with like a West Point shirt and I was cool and he, I was like, hey, I was like, I'm going there. He's like, cool. He was like the, uh, he worked actually at West Point and just like told me all about it and stuff like that. And it was just cool to see the community of people. I think it's really strong there. And I think that was a big drive. Yes, they're just, the people are so passionate for it. And I'm just super happy I chose it. Yeah, I mean, you seem to be a very curious guy in general. I mean, you took a lot of college visits. I mean, if they, if they, if they were going to give you the chance to come see the place, you were, you were going to take it, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. Why uh, why not? You know, you only get to do it once in your life. And, you know, I even remember my dad telling me, he's like, he's like, I'm enjoying these visits just as much as you are. It's like, it's cool to see you, but it's it's cool to see the schools and what they have all the works. It's like kind of get to see it in like a, a third person, you know, kind of view. And I was like, and so unless, you know, if I have kids who do that, I get to experience it, I guess, again. But, you know, you really only get it once. And so why not take the opportunity to visit all the schools and see everything they have to offer? And I think it was it was just it was just cool to go through the whole experience. I'm really glad I got the opportunity. I'm yeah. Blessed. And you seem happy to learn something or take something from every visit, even though you might not have ultimately chosen the school. I mean, you took a bunch of visits and you can only pick one school. But uh, Princeton, you told me you, you got a really cool perspective at Princeton about uh, just life after college. Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, the cool thing about the visits too is it, it helps you learn what you want, what you do want, what you don't want. It kind of learns new perspectives which, and all that type of stuff. And so Princeton, I remember uh, it was one of my first visits, and they told me something that really stuck with me, which was 4 verse 40. Um, you know, you know, the four years of college are nice, you know, you know, fun, the football, you know, all that type of stuff. But, you know, in the end, really, that 40 years after is a lot more important. You know, the job you have, how much money you're making, you know, and just the life you have in general. It, it's you much rather have a nice 40 and a bad four or even just an OK four than a great four and an OK 40. So and that, that really played into my decision. A lot. It really made me think. Just like, you know, it's not all, it don't be wrong, I love football and I can't wait to play it so much, but it's not everything is about football, you know. You know, there's a life after football, there's a life after college, and so you kind of have to, you know, you know, st- take a step back and kind of look at that and really not just look at everything through that singular lens of, of athletics, but also academics. Yeah, what, what struck you the most about West Point? I mean, well, why, why was that ultimately the place for you? 
Um, just everything about it. Like I said, I love the campus. The facilities were amazing. I mean, they, they blew me out the water with all that type of stuff. And just, you know, great hospitality. The coaches were really nice. They seemed really genuine, still are. And, I, I, you know, really good really good people. The players got to talk to them. They, they seemed like really upstanding guys. And, some, and you know, it's Army thrives off, and they have a saying called the brotherhood, you know, the brotherhood. Um, and so it, it's the connection. It what drove me is just you know the connections and the you know the friends and everything you'll make in that you know you'll have people you'll be friends with for the rest of your life and can help you get a job or you know just help you throughout life. And you know Army football has been really good lately, especially under Coach Munkin. Um, you know went six and six this year, a little down from last year, but I know we'll definitely be bringing up in the next few years. This is I think their highest rate of recruiting class this year with uh, us 23s, and so that's that's obviously a real bright spot. Um, so they've been able to build off that momentum. And so, you know, good football, cool stadium. They're renovating it soon to look even cooler from what I've seen, like, the designs of it. it it's pretty sweet. Um, and, and just the academics, it's one of the top public schools in the nation academically. And, you know, and as my parents told me, you know, let's say I go, you know, Yale offered me. So, like, if I want to go to Yale, you know, Yale's top three academic school. But, you know, in the end, a degree is a degree, and that's all that is. And so, yeah, it's a degree from Yale. But a lot of people in life, you know, there's a lot of people from Yale, you know, who get that degree from Yale and then do nothing because, you know, it's just a degree. It's a matter of what you do with it. And so I think, you know, West Point, it just, it helps you, it makes you the best person of yourself possible. It makes you the most disciplined, the most hardworking, best work ethic. And just best as a person, I think it pushes you to be your best self. And so that when you get that degree, it just, it allows you to be a leader and just get a great job through the military or out of the military. And I think a West Point degree could definitely be, by many, be said to be a better degree than like a Yale or a Harvard. And so even in the letter, you know, the uh, stage of football is a lot better too. And so I think all of that just really played in, you know, and especially the connections, you know, when I talk to people, you know, uh, you know, in the military or just in general, they're like, you know, they know West Point people, they're all successful. Um, they all have such connections. They can go almost anywhere in the nation. They know somebody. And so anybody will offer them a job because they know they're a hard worker and somebody who will get the job done and is a good employee. And so I think just focusing on all of that and just everything in combination, it was just one big decision to where it just felt like a no-brainer for me. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask. Uh, perfect segue into my next question. Was it a clear-cut decision? Was Army easily the first choice, or was it a tough decision? Um, It was definitely – my first choice, but I mean, there were some other schools. I mean, like the other two academies, Navy, Air Force, is definitely, uh, especially you know, obviously we live in Maryland. We're about forty-five minute drive from Annapolis. And, and you visit, you visit the Navy. Yeah, obviously. definitely. What, what were your impressions of the Navy campus? Love, uh, I love the Naval Academy. Annapolis is a cool town, a cool city. Um, and Navy is really cool, historic. A lot, of, a lot of cool buildings like Army and all that stuff. Um, and and cool like that. I really liked it a lot. It definitely was a probably a top five choice for me. Um, when it came down to it, but um, I just. I just felt something stronger with Army, and, you know, yeah, obviously we're right down the road from Navy. When I committed to Army, a lot of people still to this day always be like, go Navy, you know, stuff like that, because, you know, everybody around here is Navy fans. I see, I remember yesterday I was going to the, uh, like, basketball game, and I saw, like, three people walking in with, like, a Navy beanie. So, you know, you just see that all around you, but um, it didn't really phase me at all. And so um, Air Force was also just, uh, one I was interested in, and then Maryland as well. They they were hitting me up for linebacker and stuff like that. And, you know, Dad went to Maryland, so he always wanted me to go there. And stuff like that. So that was definitely in contention too. And then I mean, like other schools, like I mean Yale and stuff. I mean, that's, that's, I mean it's Yale. It's a top three academic school in the nation. I mean, that's that's known across the world as one of the best universities you can go to. So I mean, a lot of the, uh, there was definitely a, a lot of things too. I just a lot of schools that were in contention. But I think when it came down to it, Army just felt right and just like the right place to be. It, it, I mean, it's a good place for a running back to be too, yeah. uh, with, with, with their style of offense. But but they just changed. They just changed um, uh, coordinators. So so what what have you heard about uh, the, the change of coordinators? Yeah, I mean it was definitely a big change. I remember we have a group chat with a bunch of the guys, and you know all of a sudden I get, you know, I get he's like Davis is gone. Brent Davis, the offensive coordinator, is gone. Uh, we're uh, running. We're getting rid of the triple. So obviously off my bat, off the head, you know. Here now, that, is, no. is that like a done, is that like a done deal, or are they just is that just like speculation? They're they're get, they're getting away from the triple. Not, uh, well, let me. I, I should rephrase that better. Oh, here, give me one sec. But um, so they said that. Obviously, you know, they were like, "Oh wow, oh, okay." So I'm a fullback. You know, it kind of kind of affects me somewhat. Um, and then you know, get into it. Talk to more immediately. Talk to my uh, 
coach, Coach Smith, funny enough, um, is my recruiting, recruiting coach in this area. Talked to him about it. He wasn't too sure about stuff, but I got more calls throughout the couple, uh, coming days and stuff like that. They're going to kind of run more of a uh, spread option. So, like, still kind of triple option, but more out of a, 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 a modernized system through, like, gun, pro, you know, all that. Sort of Wait, thing. you're telling me, Carson, that Army is going to throw the ball forward occasionally? Yes, yes. It's not something they often do. Yeah, next, so. next Army-Navy game might look a little bit oh, different. Oh, 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 <laughs> Oh, well, I want to ask you about that because you because you attend you recently attended the Army Navy game up in Philly, but but Army might throw the ball, they might put the ball in the air because yeah, it doesn't happen it doesn't happen too much. It's crazy. So. No, we got a uh, we got some good QB prospects. Uh, one of them's uh, the only uh, now the only uh, we had another guy from Oakland Mills who I got to actually play in the playoffs, which was really cool to play. You know, a guy you'd be teammates with. He actually just decommitted though, so it's just me and another guy from Blair. Um, he's a QB. He's a really cool guy. A really good. We have a lot of really good QBs in this class. We have a three star, and so we have a lot of. I mean, a lot of talent coming up. And I think with this modern nine change, it really. I think will help rec- Army with the recruiting a lot. You know, it's not just you know the base triple option. You know, nineteen sixty type stuff. It's it's more like we want the the best way. Best way they could put it is they want to kind of do it like Coastal Carolina. And you know, you look at Coastal Carolina the last four years. They've won like ten games plus, and each of those four years been ranked, and they've been a dominant system using kind of that modernized triple option offense so and I think I was talking to like my fullbacks coach and stuff um he's he said it worked out for me well I mean I played running back in high school throughout for Middletown and stuff out of I form and all that so he said I'll kind of be more of a, a just a power back in a sense not so much as a fullback now um and so in you know it's only been five days so it's really yeah. hard to say yeah. what I'm going to be right. or what, what's going to happen what the offense is going to look like because at this point it's very hard to know so it's all speculation yeah. at this point but from the look of it, it looks like it could fit me even better than it would have before. Okay, I was gonna say any any trepidation about this because here you are that you're this running back going to Army. And you're like, sweet, that's all Army does is run the ball. We're we're gonna run for 300 yards a game as always. It's a perfect place for a running back, and and you, you commit. Well, I mean, you've been committed for a while, but you're about to sign your letter of intent, and all of a sudden you hear, oh, we have a coach, and maybe we're gonna start ditching the option and, and, and passing more no no trip no trepidation about that at all or? no I mean um at first you know when you like I said when you first see, see that group chat text being like oh, offensive coordinator's gone we're passing we're running like going we're <laughs> right. like that, that was what he said immediately I was like I was like oh I was like oh god so you better, but, you better learn how to play wide exactly or something like that you know um so you know obviously that off, off the bat but you know you know, things calm down. Guys in the group chat were texting. You know, we, we got more of a handle. So, in the two, you're, co- you're still probably going to run the ball at Army. Yeah. So, I'll, and I'll so, yeah, yeah, I was just about to get into is the two. They're running a co-offensive coordinator system now. They are other uh, t- the t- tight ends coach Drinkle, really cool guy. He's going to be in the system. And yeah. He, so you have a former Ar- a guy from Army, so he's still going to feel that. And then we and they got, brought in a guy from Nebraska. Nebraska, right? yeah, Nebraska Kearney, and I mean, uh, I looked into it, and so they run the ball a lot. Like they had like four thousand rushing, four thousand right. like one hundred rushing yards a season. So we're still going to run. The, I think, <laughs> right. I, I'm pretty sure from the sound of it, we're still going to run the ball. But instead of you know passing the ball maybe three times a game, it might be ten to fifteen, and, and that's just again speculation here. But it, it's not like we're going you know spread offense. <laughs> you know, no, no, none of that. But no. It looks like they want more two back looks in the gun with like maybe two speed backs, maybe power back and a speed yeah. back, that type of stuff. Um, kind of like almost we ran some of that at Middletown, and um, and so that kind of look, and so still in that triple option out of that and all that type of stuff. Um, so yeah, more of that look, but uh, no, definitely there was you know you know the, that first day. I'm not gonna lie, I was stressing a little bit about it, but you know, through yeah, a couple days. Because here you're about to make this official, right? They're changing the terms of the agreement right at the last minute here. Yeah, but so. I, and my dad told me. I remember when I first broke said it to, to him. He was like, "I think it'd be better for you." And I, I talked to the other coaches. You know, due to this new system, from the sound of it, you know, teams aren't gonna stack the box as much. It's not gonna just be me in the three point stance getting to carry and just trying to bull forward for four yards. You know, I can kind of do almost my strength more of just, you know, getting the handoff in the backfield or something like that. And, you know, try obviously it's, it's you know, still up the middle, but not as, as just like straight blast forward, which is kind of what I, and was what I did at Middletown. So I think it, it definitely plays to my skill set more than maybe like, uh, I think I'm one of, there's only one other fullback right now, but he was a straight triple option guy, a hand in the dirt. So you're going to be, you're going to be a fullback just to be clear, right? I did. I, don't know. Okay. So I, I, from the sound of it, is I might just be more of like a power back now, like okay. just kind of a bigger running back type thing. But I honestly can't, couldn't tell you because the fullbacks coach, from what he told me, is he's moving. They might just be getting rid of fullbacks coach and making like an H backs or like just a running backs coach. 
Um, so, I mean, it's hard to say what I'll be, but I'm, from the sound of it, I'll just probably be like a power running back, which is kind of what I was at Middletown. So I feel more comfortable with that. And knowing Army, we're still going to run the ball, and we're still going to run with big, powerful guys. I mean, they got a bunch of fullbacks still in you know, they, the Army they, thing they, right are now. Are they all so. as big as you? I mean, you're a big running back. Yeah, I mean, the other full, I'm bigger than the other fullback. He's like six foot 200, and so I'm like 6'1", 6'2", 220. So, um, and, you know, with this new decision, you know, then this, it all fix everything. I think I'll be getting like my, you know, the diet plan, or not even a diet plan i'm probably i'm putting on weight right but you know all that stuff and i, I was expecting to put on a lot of weight maybe not as much now and so it, it affects a lot of things and so i'll just i'll be learning more in a few weeks but i i have no worries um i think it could definitely be better for me in the end so i'm just super happy and excited about yeah it. Well, let's talk some high school and some middletown football i mean you guys had an awesome season this past year made, made it all the way to the to the state, yeah, state semifinals. semifinals. Yeah, yeah. lost in a cl- close one, a tough one. I should have won it. It was, it was unfortunate, but uh, I'm proud of our team. You know, it, it was definitely a, a, a rough start to the season, but I think we put in you know new offenses, new personnel. I mean, that Frederick game was. I remember that Frederick game. I mean, just it. In my 13 years of football, I think before this season, I might have lost like 10 to 15 times ever. I we through youth, you know, I won championships after championships. I never it, because of you, right? No one could tackle. <laughs> no, 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 no one could tackle you. I bet I wasn't that. I, when I was in youth, I wasn't super big. I wasn't like a super big running back. I was probably average size. Have you, have you always played running back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've always played running back. Um, actually, you know, it's funny. Freshman year, I did play a little bit of O line when we were, we moved guys up. Guys were injured. They put me on there. I was that was yeah but what uh, position did your dad play he was a he was a guard uh, yeah he was okay. like an all uh, first team right, all yeah. metro guard went to maryland for it got like red shirt and then just decided you know it wasn't for him and all that stuff but um no was, I'll, I'll, I'll practice law instead yeah right <laughs> exactly and everything's worked out for him um uh, but no um oh, shoot what was the question again my fault um uh, i've always been a running back yeah so yeah youth, always youth been football always been a running back through youth football and all that but oh uh, yeah frederick um so, like, yeah, I've lost, like, 10 to 15 times in my life, and that's all been, you know, last second by a touchdown. So to lose Not, by, like, 42 to 14. So to lose by 28 points and have a team put backups in against me, which has never happened. And if it's happened, it's because we're up by so much and they just want to get new guys in there. It's like a senior night or something. Um, was It was a new experience. It was humbling. And I, 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 it was a weird feeling. Um, but I think we bounced back. You know, that offense at that time was really bland. We really had, like, one formation in. We, and the, we even have – there was a lot of stuff that wasn't in yet. Um, and so I think we just got outbeat. I think we just weren't ready for it early in the season. You had a receiving touchdown in that game, right? I did, yeah. So, so you can play receiver if Army – I can. You know, I'm, if, I'm pretty, if, if Army wants to throw the ball, you, me, they, 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 you can catch it. We, we made a lot of jokes. Give me contacts and gloves, I'll be fine. Last year, <laughs> I remember last year, I didn't, I, I didn't, um, I'm not the, you know, I'm wearing glasses right now. I'm not the best season from like far. I remember last year, I didn't play with contacts the whole season. Actually, I remember against. How, how could you see where you're going? I can see close up fine. You know, I'm still good with that. But you know, we wear them just in case we're passing now because I remember we were played Urbana last year and uh, we still had a passing touchdown to that point. It was week six, but we threw a wheel route to me, um, and you know, I'm gonna blame the light a little bit, but I could not see that ball. But, you know, the light was shining in my face. But I did catch it, and I scored on, like, a 30-yard wheel route. And so I remember I told Coach, like, after, I was like, I did not see that ball. He's like, you really should wear contacts. I'm like, hey, uh, well, well, you're wait, right. wait, wait, wait. Why, why, why don't you wear them? You're worried that they're going to fall out? Oh, or, no, yeah. I just – I didn't have contacts at the okay. time last okay. year. Now I have contacts, okay. and I wore contacts this whole year. Actually, I think I forgot – actually, I forgot them, like, the first two games. Yeah, you ever but, thought about going with the specs, like, goggles or something oh, like that? it's or? funny you say that. That was a running joke uh, all through the summer this year, like, la- all through the off season. Um, we were like, dude, rock the Eric Dickerson Rex specs. They're like, do it. They're like, imagine, imagine you're like Oakdale or something, and you're Fred Linganore, and you just had a, a guy who, with Rex specs just drop like 300 yards on you. Like, you know how funny that'd be? We, it, was, it, was just, it was like. You should have done it. Wow. Yeah, I know. We were laughing. Like, dude, it would be hilarious. Do you even have a pair of uh, Rex specs? Nah, maybe yeah. when I was like 10 years old, but not, not anymore. But no, we were, we were laughing. We're like, dude, it'd be hilarious. And so, I, you know, it wasn't back in my mind. I thought about doing it, but I, I didn't. But you know, yeah, uh, definitely can you know catch it and stuff too. You know, contacts gloves. I didn't. I'm not. Don't really need gloves, but you know, contacts. I see the ball well. Track it. Had two catches against them. One the, the the first one, but not the touchdown. Was actually a really nice catch. 
Um, but like even at like the Brunswick game, I remember the, the whole year through like practice and, and stuff. You know, we always were like, you know, just put Carson at receiver on a fade ball because yeah, like throughout, throughout the off season, like summer and all that, we're running routes and it's like seven on seven in tournaments. I'm playing like receiver, just you know, like going up on fades, just catching the ball on people. It was, it was fun. And so against Brunswick, actually, uh, who you know, we played in like a seven on seven tournament and stuff. Uh, like when you, it was like twenty eight ten or something, so or like twenty one ten, and so I, we were on like the thirty yard line or twenty yard line. And he just put me out receiver, and I was so happy. And then he he threw a fade a fade ball to me, and I straight and I straight like got right over his head, caught it, touchdown. I was like so happy. And, and, <laughs> and you and you saw this pass or like I did, you, I did you, see you, this pass. Yes, you, I had contact. You, you saw it the whole way. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, uh huh, yeah. I mean, what was it like for you? Because, I mean, the whole season was, hey, and I'm not knocking your quarterback, Cam Baker, who who played well and mm-hmm. really improved over the course of the season. But the whole season was, if you stop Carson Smith, if you stop the running game, Middletown can't do anything. And teams loaded up to stop you, but they still couldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, the only team who really stopped us was Frederick. I mean, we lost to Oakdale, but, I mean, I think we should have beat Oakdale. I mean, I think we, as a team, and that, that might have been I, – I ran really hard that game. I had a really – good game running but I did fumble the ball three times lost to two and I that was horrendous we turned the ball over about six times that game uh and we were down by you know a touchdown with five minutes left in the game so we were in it um and just made a lot of mistakes so we we really didn't get stopped by them Urbana you know we're down by five with you know 40 seconds left on their 10 yard line third you know second and third and one and they didn't run it with you yeah, long story. I'm not gonna. Get, I won't get into that. But, uh, I don't mean. To, I don't mean to no, get you no, in trouble. Yeah, you're I'm good. I'm trying to get you in uh, trouble. No, that was. I I was frustrated, but uh, um, no. So I mean, we really were in Ken Island, and you know, Ken Island did kind of stop us. We had seven points. They only had fourteen. It was a real zero zero. Did they have a really good defense, or? Um... Yeah, I mean, they had, they had a good defense. It was. It, it, you know, it felt like Frederick. Uh, where you know, I'm, I, as soon as I hit that line of scrimmage, I'm getting blasted. Um, but. You know, we picked it up, got got some nice carries in the end. I think I hit like 120 yards or something like that. Um, and Heath, who was like leading the state in rushing, had like 125. We we both were going at it. We we were both neck and you know zero zero at half. We got up seven zero. They go down, drive past seven seven. Then you know just couldn't finish the job. I had like a seven, 60 yard screen pass. Got called back on like the last drive. That and on like a third and ten. That was killer. But, you know, season went well. I mean, had a, had a lot of fun memories. I mean, the Linganore game was a great one. Um, I remember very like set third play of the game, I put a hole in my cleat. And I'm like, crap. And then I'm like taping out my cleat and uh, our running back like fumbles the ball. And then I'm back out there. And then, you know, it, it's progressively ripping, like having to tape it up. And then, like, fourth quarter hits, and my cleat straight, like, goes into, like, five. I have a photo of it. It's terrible, like, from after the game. It straight rips. Like, I don't have... Can we get the man a set of cleats here? Problem is, I have a size 14 shoe. Only one other person sees a size 14 shoe, and he's 6'6", and he's on our starting team team offense and defense. So I couldn't get an extra shoe. And I bought a extra pair of cleats right after well I bought new cleats and then I bought a backup pair of cleats you have to get them, right like, after made or can you find 14s or? it's hard and it's that's that was that's always been a difficulty is finding cleats that are size 14 it's a it's a process uh uh but you are it, it through much searching it is possible but no uh I remember I was basically throughout the entire fourth quarter against Linganore I am going drive by drive and then just tape basically I'm taping my foot and just just taping my foot. There's no shoe there. It's just you know, you know, five layers of you know plastic, and then just tape it, tape it, tape it. Keep going, tape it, tape it, tape it. And so it was, it was a fun memory. I love it. Was it was great. Had th- like 300 rushing yards that game. It was highest rushing game of all time. Got a, got a tough win in there, seven zero. You know, stopped Arneson and all those guys, which was a real challenge. And that was a really good turning point for us. You know, I lost Urbana the next week, but Urbana was a good, really good team. And we probably sh- and we should have won that game. And then after that, you know, we turned it on. Slow start with Brunswick, picked it up. Catoctin, not going to talk about that. Um, didn't play that game, but that was just a tough one to watch. Walkersville was a great game. You know, the rivalry. Uh, even though you know Walkersville was like four and five or whatever, or uh, yeah, yeah, uh, or 
yeah, like was, four and four or they something. Were, they, they, they were, were good, were, but they were a good right, team. I right mean, there, yeah. Frederick County football. I mean, there's a guy on like Twitter like runs like Middletown football, high school football stuff, and he's like, Frederick County football is the best county for football. I mean, yeah, Montgomery has like QO and stuff, but it's QO and DMASC and, and DMASC. There's, Northwest there's, is good there's too. There's no, there's no off weeks really. Exactly. Right? So Frederick, there's very, very rarely off weeks. There's so much talent. So much talent goes to private schools too. I learned that. I'm like working out with guys from Good Council and like Dematha. And a they, lot of they them, could be playing for county schools, right? And one of them's from Walkersville, and four of them from Urbana. Um, it's it's the talent here is crazy, and you know every week's hard. And so I think, you know, when you look at stats, stats are you know stats always. I love stats. I'm a stats guy. I love them. But stats always want to tell the story of like who you play and you know how long you play, stay in and that type of stuff. But Walkersville is a really good team. You know, you know had that final drive scored with like 28 seconds left to take the lead, and you know won it. That was. I was I was really cool and, and the, the playoff journey was cool being like Hereford and all those schools you know Oakland I remember Oakland we played Oakland Mills round two and they hadn't allowed they hadn't allowed more than twenty one points all season and like oh, sorry more than twenty one points in a game all season we scored twenty one points I think in the first five minutes of the game we were just firing on all c- cylinders hit at the right time and it was just the journey of going with the guys and yeah I mean. Losing the semi sucked, but in you know it's very emotional after 13 years of football. But just being with all the guys, and, you know, we, you know, just reminiscing. We're like, you know, I don't think anybody thought we were going to go this far at the start of the season, especially after like Oakdale game or something. Yeah, you, you, guys, and we, you guys couldn't pass supposedly. And we we right? even struggled yeah. against Boonesboro. I mean, that was tough. So I mean, it was a very rocky season, especially in the, the start and even somewhat of the middle. But I mean, just the ride with the guys, the summer workouts, you know, all that type of stuff. The the, th- the Thursday nights, you know, team dinners. It, it's it's memories you'll have forever. And we're just we're you know as a team, we were, you know, it sucked, but you know, we got where we got, and you know, we were happy. So, in the state semifinal, when the other team has a great running back like like uh, Heath from from Ken Island, mm-hmm. do you look at it? Not that you're totally disregarding the rest of your teammates, but do you look at it as it, it's me versus him? I mean, yeah, like there's a lot of articles going into that game on like Baltimore Sun or Baltimore like Sports and Life and stuff like that of like it's Heath versus Smith. It's too big because he uh, their running back is a big dude. He was like five eleven or like six foot, like two ten. I mean, he's a, he was a big guy too. Um, he had like twenty six hundred rushing yards, something insane. Um, he's going. He's like a four star goalie though, because Ken Island's insane at lacrosse. Right. Um, but no, I mean it's definitely in that you know, and I think that's what uh, the premise, the summary of the game was. It's it's big running back versus big running back. And were you, know, you guys like tackling each other too? Because you're both yeah, linebackers. I mean, yeah, we yeah. were. Yeah, no, you moved, played entirely linebacker that game. We were in like a, a stack, uh, stack three there. Um, so it's literally like you versus him. Like yeah. like often in these so matches, if it's quarterback versus yeah. quarterback, they don't they don't actually yeah we're t- not on the field exactly at the same right. Time. So yeah, yeah, we're tackling each other, and being like good tackle, you know that type of stuff. We 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 were good after having a good time, you know, fun banter. Um, so it was definitely that that kind of match, and we ended with just about the same amount of yards and stuff. Sadly, we didn't get the win, um, and they they went on and uh, Milford Mill completely shut them down. Uh, they only lost by like nine, but I think they had like fifty one rushing yards total of that game. It was tough for them. Um, did, for you guys, Island. did you guys think you could win states? I mean, hundred percent. I think uh, you know throughout the whole season, I'm like, oh, we were all like, oh god, Milford Mill looks like a juggernaut. We're like, this team looks amazing. I don't know how we're gonna beat this team. And so then we see Walkersville match up against them in the quarters, and we're like, okay, so we this is where we're gonna get our tell. Is this team beatable? You know, if they if they beat Walkersville forty five nothing, forty five six or something. Looking a little iffy. But Walkersville was up at half. They are up 7-6, and they lost 20-7. to So we're like, oh, my gosh, we can beat this team. And we knew that. Um, and so, you know, Lou, and then we played Ken Island. We're like, dude, if we beat this, we can, you know, it states, you know, it's one game. And then this team only beat Walkersville by 13. And we, uh, so we were like, we can definitely win it. We definitely thought we could win states. I think we really built a lot of confidence throughout the weeks. I mean, we shut down Hereford. Uh, only, you know, went 21-0. We only allowed 14 points in the entire playoffs. Our defense was clicking. Um, and stuff like that. I definitely think we had a confidence in a mindset of just, you know, pushing week by week, trying as hard as we can, finishing, you know, fin- or, you know, Middletown's motto is finish 14. We, you know, we tried to finish that 14. We tried as hard as we could. We sadly didn't get there, but we damn sure thought we could. In your two years of starting, I mean, three more than 3,000 rushing yards, 50 touchdowns scored. What do you, what do you think of those numbers? <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it's uh, just, it, it's crazy to think about it. Like I, I told you in the, uh, 
a couple days ago. I just wanted to start junior year, really. That was just, you were just hoping to start. You you weren't looking to be a God, star. No. star yeah, I remember told people. And, yeah. I remember told people I thought I could start junior year. I'm like, I'm gonna work for the starting job. There's like, there's no way you win that job. I was like, I was like, maybe there's because there's two two seniors ahead of me, and so won the job. Um, and just kind of took it from there, you know, started, you know, Tuscarora game, four touchdowns in the first quarter. That was pretty, you know, it was, it was pretty cool. I think it helped build confidence and stuff like that. And, you know, you know, the stats are stats, but, um. And Middletown always has a good offensive line. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I love those guys. Shout out to those guys. They've been my O-line for, you know, forever. They've worked their tails off. They might not be the biggest or the strongest, but they are technically sound and they work for you and they, they're there for you and I'm there for them. Uh, throughout, even though they get a little mad sometimes when we're running, running from behind them, they you know push for an extra yard or two, you know sometimes. But, <laughs> but it, it was all good, and you know, you know, Middletown isn't one to run up the score. You know, you know, if we're up thirty-five nothing, I'm getting benched. I'm not playing for the rest of the game or and stuff like that. So I mean, you know, obviously stats could have always been higher, but I'm, you know, it's. I don't really but, care but 3, about 3,000 yards. Exactly. 50, 50 Three touchdowns. That's a lot in, it, two, in two years. It's a lot, and I'm really – it was really cool to see. You know, like I said, I love stats. And, you know, always paying attention to, you know, the, the Frederick News Post week by week. You know, who's – oh, Arneson's right on me. I remember last year him and me were going back and forth for a while there. I was like, oh, he's just on me or I'm, you know, I'm just behind him. So I was always trying to build build back up to that and stuff like that. So, I mean, to have the stats I have and looking back, and if you told me, I probably would have never believed it. And so just – you know, two years ago, I was trying to win the job, and now, you know, you know, I've had people. I remember after the Ken Island game, I had guys just like coaches and fans just being like, "Thank you, for you know, just for the community and just you know, with for Middletown football for everything you've done. You know, you've a lot of people come to watch games, you know, to see you, and you know, just helping like you know, just love give love to the community and just tell us uh, tell you know people how great how great we are and just giving us a, a, a great game to watch. And so that that really means a lot, just knowing that. Um, I was able to give back to my community and really, you know, help, you know, shine a light on Middletown football and really, you know, help the younger generation. Like I coach, I coached youth football this year. We won a seventh grade, uh, cha- you know, sixth and seventh grade. I was coaching for them. We won the championship were this able, year. Were they were they able to sneak you out there on the on the youth field? I wish and, and, that would have been fun. <laughs> no, it was crazy. It, it was really crazy though, you know, because I won like seventh grade year and all that too. So. You know, they won. And it was really cool, you know, the coach, you know, coach those little guys throughout the, you know, the months and see them win. And then in the banquet, you just see the, the group of kids talking, and you're like, oh, my gosh. You're like, that was six years ago. I was in that same position six years ago. And it's just – it was crazy to look back at. And so it was – I was blessed to coach them and, you know, win, win that championship. And it was a really cool experience to, you know, be with them and teach them up. We have a – there's a stellar kid. His name's Austin Murray. He'll probably be is where he I – Is he the next Carson Smith? He'll probably be where I am in six, five, five years. That kid's Yeah, but a is, he gonna be, is he going to be 6'2", 220? Though? He might not be that big, but that kid can do it all. We had him play like tight end receiver, QB running back. He was incredible. He'll be, you know, yeah. he'll be on Frederick. And just put us in a few years, but uh, no, it was cool just to look back at it and just do, you know experience. I think every aspect of football, whether it was coaching, playing, you know, the, I love watching film and that type of stuff. And you know, even coaching players on my team in high school on the varsity team. And a lot of times, coach had me just you know like explain to the other running backs what to do, and even explain it like other positions. Like I, I've run this offense for thirteen years. I you know I know it like every whatever. I've always made sure I I, I love football. Not just for the physical aspect and just the game itself. I love the mental aspect of just the chess game and what everybody has to do and all that little stuff. I love the the mental aspect and it really helped me with the game. Just always knowing what to do and so always helping out everybody, whether it was the tight end, you know, the receiver, or even you know the fullback and all that stuff. I think it really it helped me be a, a better leader and just help lead the team and make everybody better around us. So yeah. You're you're not just six two and two hundred twenty pounds. You're all, you're also fast. What's your what's your forty time? How 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 fast are you? Uh, uh, like a four. I think I'm at a four eight two or like a four seven eight. One of those two times. Okay. something like that. But 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 you can move. You, you yeah, you're fast. Exactly. So, so in other words, you're not, you're, you're not a lot of fun to tackle. Yeah. Um, can you see? During games, can you see other oh, other yes. defenders players go? I have, to, I have to tackle this guy again. Oh yeah, so yeah. Over the off season, a big thing uh, for coming this year was working on speed and stuff, and so working on the explosiveness. So we definitely worked on that a lot. Um, and I, some one of the best things about football as a running back, especially when you're a bigger guy, is when you get that ball and like you see like a linebacker and you're you're just carrying it full speed, about to lower your shoulder, and and you just see his eyes widen. It's great. It's a great feeling. You see it a lot, or you like truck him and you see him like struggling to get back up. It's just 
it, it's a great feeling and just watching it happen. It happened a lot and it was just, it was fun. And I just, I love that big part. It, it, it's fun to do everything. Cause I think what, uh, something that was really good is I can do everything. Like I could catch the ball, you know, I'm not, I'm not really out running people on like a, uh, you know, yeah, like for like a 50 yard touchdown, but I can, I can do good not, enough. You're, you're not a burner, but you're, but you're fast. Yeah. Though. I'm not a burner, yeah. but I'm fast enough. Like South Hagerstown scrimmage, I had like an 80 yard touchdown. Um, you know, something like that. Um, but if there were like a word bubble above these like little DBs' heads, they're like, "I have to tackle this guy." Exactly, and so that was always funny, you know. They're all, and especially you know Hayden and Frederick, you can't hurdle, you know. And that's obviously risky, but like you know, a lot of ankle biters. That's kind of what everybody started, you know. That's what everybody kind of do is like. Did you, did you hurdle some kids? Technically, but no, I can't. No, no, I didn't. Okay, not yeah. according to the rules. But no, I, what, you know, what, do you, what do you mean? That, what do you mean not according to the rules? Well, I, I well, like I think hurdles like a straight jump. But I, you know, if you hop over somebody who's trying to tackle, do you have, do you have, a, de- do you have a decent vertical? Can you jump? Yeah, I got like a 34, 35 inch vertical. Okay, so you can you can hurdle some. Yeah, some, no, some I can. Kids. I can. I have a yeah. pretty good vertical for a guy my size. Um, I've, I've been good with that, like dunk a basketball and all that type of stuff. But um. I had to go to – actually, I have a really good – actually, like, straight did her, like, a kid against, against Kent Island, which is pretty cool. But, no, I think a lot of people just, like, started to realize – you know, dive, you know a lot of diving at ankles and stuff and everything like that. But I think this, this – I love running back for the just having the ball control. You know, a lot of times when you're, like, blocking or something, you know, it's not – you know, you do your job, but maybe somebody else does it. But even even at running back, if a guy, you know, misses a block, you can still it's, – it's you're the one with the ball. You can control what you want to do and just – you know, making moves and, you know, getting yards and trucking guys and just and everything about the position is I've always loved it and I've grown up with it my whole life and doing it. And so, you know, obviously I was I used to be like a smaller kid and then I grew to like average and then high school hit, got a little bigger, became like a big back. And so I think I just kind of like throughout the years, you know, expanded, you know, skill set and got, got to try out new things and then just do everything. And it was it's been a journey. I'm just, it's really cool to play the position, do it in college for another four years. And, and you know guys are going for your legs because if they try and tackle you up high, it's, it's going to be a losing proposition, right? Yeah, uh, I mean. For, for them. Yeah, I mean, I remember like last year against Linganore, um, one of my fi- – th- it might be a top three run for me ever. I love it. Um, I remember we did lose the game because oh, two kickoff returns for touchdowns. But – um, Special teams, right? Oh no! After that week, it was starters on kickoff. It was whew, bad. But um, I remember one run. I it was like a 20, 25 yard run. But I just had like six guys on my back, and I'm just churning, 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 churning for another like ten yards. I got like a video of it. It's one of my favorite runs. And just you know, you, you, in football, you got we worked on tackling drills every day in Middletown and that type of stuff, bag rolls, all that stuff. So you know, you got to go for the legs, for the hips, and that type of stuff because you don't go for the legs, you know, they can still pump for another two yards. And I think what, what I think what makes, you know, a lot of things make a good running back vision and all that. But I think a, a very underrated thing is falling forward for a yard or two. I think you know after you get hit, it's after contact. I probably I would probably debate to say I led the state. In yards after contact, you probably you probably did. Yeah. I'm gonna what, I'm what, gonna, what, what I'm gonna make he, that. What about Heath? Can I you, think I think I beat him out on that. You know, but maybe maybe he okay. might he probably would be the the only person who might beat me in that category. But I'd like to say I probably was yards after contact leader. But um, no, I th- it just falling forward for the yards and just you know working for it. And you know sometimes you work too hard. You know, I think, it, you know, I learned that I sometimes I did too much, especially like Oakdale games, like Oakdale. Uh, like my fumbles were me making two moves and then, you know, going for three yards and trying to make more moves and just trying to do everything I could to get an extra yard. And so it caused a lot of problems sometimes. So I learned to maybe if I'm going to get that extra yard, just, you know, fall forward, use your body and not just try to, you know, do so much juking. Because, you know, I'm a big guy. I'm not like the best juker and all that type of stuff. I'm not, you know, I'm not like Bo Jackson or anything. But, you know, just using your skill set and just knowing your skill set and just using it to the best of your advantage, and I think that's just something I did well. All right. <clears throat> a couple more because we've been babbling on here. Uh, oh, my uh, yeah, pr- probably, probably for too long, you and me both. Um, explain to everyone you're – go- you're going to Army, obviously. Explain to everyone the military commitment and just how you, how you feel about that, all that. Um, yeah, so the military commitment is technically a 12-year commitment. You have your four years at West Point as a student, um, and then you have your five years that you have to do in the military, and then your three in reserve. Uh, obviously, you can choose to stay or choose to go or just choose to stay in reserves for a little bit longer and hit that 20. You know, there's a lot of different paths you can take and stuff like that. Um, so I will be having to do that. And I, once I hit that five-year mark, it's kind of what do I want to do? Do I want to stick out in the military, all that type of stuff? Like to. 
um, and everything like that. But, you know, if better opportunities come, better opportunities come, you know, just whatever makes, you know, whatever I'm at my point in my life, family-wise and all that type of stuff. Um, but I'm I'm honored and blessed uh, to serve the military. I think it's an it's an honor, and, and you know my grandfather did as a World War II Marine, and you know looked a lot after him. He's a great guy, and you know he helped understand how important and valued the military is. And I, like I said, when I learning when I committed to West Point in May, I think it really opened my eyes even more. You know the military community. Um, you know, reaching out and just, you know, people reaching out being like, I'm so happy and proud for you. Well, you know, I think it's it's something special and something that I'm, I'm very honored to do and I'm just ready to serve our country. Okay. So four years of the 12 will be served while you're actually attending yes. co- we'll, college, we'll college, so to speak. Sadly. That's, that's the worst part. Uh, you'll have to you have to you have to buzz your hair. Yeah, you know these you know the luscious locks will be gone, but uh, no, those, yeah, those blonde locks, right? No, yeah, you buzz your hair and then you know get you know, then you can you know do the high and tight or whatever. There right. may be a tad bit lenient for you know. West you you, you get out of some boot camp because of football practice, right? Yeah, uh, boot camp starts at, like end of June. I think it's a six week long process. Um, I uh, football players only have to do three weeks because you know summer workouts, you know learning the playbook, all that stuff. And people are like, oh, you get off easy. You know, you're missing three weeks of boot camp. I went, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> exact opposite. It's harder. Those those summer workouts for, you know, D1 football are no joke. And it's probably, I'm yeah, well, willing to say it's probably worse than boot camp. It, it, it's like we talked about the other day. It's from one boot camp to another. Basically, so, yep. Yeah. It's one boot camp from another. And so I've already gotten a lot of, like, tips and, like, how to survive boot camp. Like, you know, like, get your own military boots. Don't have, like, bring your bring a lot of underwear and a lot of socks you know, buy your own boots before so you don't have to break them in while you're at boot camp. You know, just things to – Get know. those cleats. You can't have cleats falling apart. Oh, I think I'll think have cleats for me. Hopefully, let's pray. Get, get those 14s ready. <laughs> exactly. So. Uh-huh. They, they probably got 17s, 18s, I bet you. But, uh, no, um, so just little stuff and just, you know, looking at it for, through football, but also just, like, looking forward to how school looked at, like, the uh, – the, uh, the, you kind of have a lot of your like schedule in your classes planned out for you. Like a, it's a tradition, like freshman year in uh, West Point, you got to do boxing as a class. I'm actually very excited for that. That's gonna be that's gonna be exciting. You're, um, you're looking forward to punching dudes, or it's just, yeah, um, it's just it'll be a fun class. But, you, but, on, but like, you but you get punched too, right? Yeah, and so I mean, you know, happens. Well, you know, but you know, something. You know, there's nights when you're with your buddies and you guys, and you're like, oh, look, we got two sets of boxing gloves. Let's have some fun. And so Uh-oh. you know, <laughs> and so it's just little stuff like that. I, I, so I'm that's like, a whole other podcast. Right. right exactly. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, no, um, just ha- you know, I'm excited to take all the classes and stuff, and you know, push myself as a student, as a player, and just as a, as a man, as a, you know, and all, and all everything and every aspect of my life. And I'm just you know. Super blessed and super excited to get it going. Yeah, and you, you told everyone here that football was only part of your decision-making process. So what do you, what do you plan on studying at Army? Yeah, 100%. I plan to uh, study uh, economics there. Uh, I'd like to try and get into military or, like, government contracting, that type of thing. Um, you know, it's something that you can stick in the military with and still do really well, or you can go private and make it do really well. I think either way, it you know there's a lot of there's always room especially in this day and age with uh, you know everything that's happening in the world contracts and all that stuff and I think it's a good you know good business to get into makes makes good money and, do, and does a lot for the military and everybody has their job and everybody is a component to what makes us such a great nation and you know has such a strong military so and then like I said whatever God has planned for me maybe who knows what I do I'll go infantry or I'll do something else um, but you don't always get what you you know you don't you know, you you have a plan, right? But you know, the plan might not always work out. So you know, whatever whatever God brings for me, um, He's done so much in my life, and just you know, help me, my father, my mother, and just everybody around me, and especially Him, has just led me to the man I am today. And I'm just so so blessed, so thankful, and just I'm ready for whatever He gives me. Well, I, and I have to ask this: You're the son of a state's attorney. No, 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 no desire to practice law at all, or uh, maybe when I was like 13 or something. I've had a lot of people be like, "You would be good at law. You're a big talker. You know, you're good at debates, stuff like that." And I was like, "Yeah, I was like, good, good, good at podcasts." <laughs> yeah, 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 right. No, but uh, no, I I thought about it, and you know, who knows? You have to take like I think it's required. You have to take a law class your senior year at West Point, but um, um. I don't think I'll probably do it. You know, I think there's be other. Is, is, there, is there is there a is there a road where you end up practicing law? Who knows? Yeah, there. I mean, there could be. Yeah, but uh, uh, my dad like minor in finance. That was probably if law didn't work out for him, he was probably going to do finance and stuff. And so that's kind of what like I want to do more like finance stuff, economics. You know, business minded that type of stuff. 
Um, but, you know, like I said, whatever God brings for me, whatever falls on the plan, who knows, change of heart. You know, a lot of people have changed their hearts in college. A lot of people are two years into college and still don't know what they want to do. Um, so, I mean, to have a plan is good, but, you know, whatever it brings you, whatever it brings you. So, yeah. Always have a plan until you get punched in the face. That's right. right. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or just wait, till that, just wait till that boxing class, Carson. Yep. So, uh-huh. and, then, and then everything might change. Uh-huh. So, yeah. hey, man, congratulations. It, it, it's official now. So, so, so uh, I know there's a lot of people happy for you. So, so uh, uh, job well done. It's been, it's been a blast watching you play in the – Running back over these past few years, watching everyone fall off your back as, 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 as you plow on for a few more yards. So, uh, congratulations on all your success, Carson Smith, uh, Middletown running back, Middletown student still. He's still yes, got another uh-huh. semester yep, to go. Still got uh, uh, high school's not over yet. Yeah, so. right. Yeah, no. Still, my uh, parents made sure I was. I still take really hard classes. They're like, you know, they're like, I know AP credits and you know FCC credits don't go to West Point. We're like keep up the vigor, you know, the rigor of it because, you know, that rigor is going to be real hard in college. So if you don't – if you take it easy, fresh uh, – you know, the last year of high school, you know, freshman year might be a little rough. So I was yeah. like, yeah, that's a good point. So Well, happy holidays, man. Thanks for coming on. Thank and, you. It was uh, great having me. I'm glad I got to come on. Yeah. Happy holidays to you too. All right. Well, that'll do it uh, for us this week here on The Final Score. Uh, thanks to uh, Graham Collin, to Alexander Dacey, John Cannon, uh, for everyone here that, at the Frederick News Post uh, for, that makes all this possible. And uh, Merry Christmas uh, to all of you. And uh, we'll be back next week. One more episode to go before the end of the new year. So uh, have a great holiday, everyone. And we'll uh, be back with you next week right here on The Final Score.